Hello, everyone. Welcome to She's an Outlander, a podcast dedicated to the television show Outlander. My name is Stacy, And I'm Brittany. And welcome. Hey. It's Kaboom. Hi. And I didn't We're mess here. that up. I didn't mess that didn't. up. didn't. Literally 25 seconds ago, I just said to Brittany, I, I know one of these days. She had to today. stop and just like take a moment and be like, how do I do this? <laughs> I, we've been off for so long. I feel rusty. Okay, like, we were here last week. I know, but it's, I mean, we, I think we you're just in your it. head. You just think you're going to true. Up. It's like those times where you're like, don't mess up your line. Don't mess up. Your line. Mm-hmm. You mess it up. But anyway, but managed. you didn't mess it up this time. So there you go. I'm just waiting for when it happens. But anyway, welcome friends. Welcome back. Um, we are going to do our, um, recap, so to speak of season four, episode two. Um, so we are um you know we're in america you know the the this young nation we uh that that's that's where we are so it it, the end of last episode jamie and claire decided that they were not gonna try to sail back to uh scotland and they were gonna try to try to make it i was here today i was like what happened and i was like that was a weird, long, convoluted, twisted episode. Yes, there were some, yeah, some plot twists. Some people died. <laughs> we got rid of potato chips. <laughs> I mean, I called that. Bye, chips. Um, I really thought that pirate was going to be good. Yo, you don't even understand how hard I was trying to have a poker face when you're like, I like you, pirate. Don't be mean. Oh, and I'm like. Oh, bit me in the butt. Okay. Well, actually, you know, it's probably good now that I think about it that Claire that they don't try and sail back because Claire just sucks on boats. She just has no luck. <laughs> bad, she's not good. <laughs> just bad things happen. Yeah, her and boats just don't mix. They're not a good time. Um, but yeah, so that that happened. I mean, but like robbed. honestly, it's not the worst thing. Like cruises are weird anyway. So this is true. So you know, rather than sailing back, they're just gonna they're gonna stay. And, you know, and the, they had all these jewels and all this kind of stuff, gemstones and bonnets, dudes stole them from Jamie, beat the crap out of them, stole Claire's wedding ring. That's me. That was the thing. Her wedding ring from Jamie. Yeah. Um, That's so, gross. Don't, don't stick your finger in people's mouths. Yeah. You're like, ugh, bonnet, ugh, your ugh. fingernails look real dirty. Gross. Ew. I'd be like, oh. screw the ring right now. I just need to brush my teeth. Let's prioritize. <laughs> be like, blah. I'm going to get but, a fungus in my mouth. So yeah, that's happened. Governor Tryon has made the offer to offer Jamie land. Oh yeah, that whole weird Right, thing. because, you know, he's been a soldier. He knows a thing or two about being a farmer. He would be able to maybe get settlers. Um, but has he really like, farmed though? Yeah, he grew up on a farm. Lollybrock was well, yeah, a... he grew up on one. Yeah, like, but he hasn't done it in a long time. He's been in a cave or prison. I don't think that ever leaves you. He he understands. I don't know, it's been a week and you didn't think you could say your opening monologue there, Missy. Listen. James, <laughs> James Fraser is a little more <laughs> a little more handy than I am when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to those things. So I'm sure he knows a thing or two about okay. yeah, how, to, yeah. how to manage land and crops and, and all that kind of jazz and get settlers. She got Jenny over here. She she did good with the potatoes. 
Oh yeah. The, the potatoes. Um, so yeah, so they're, you know, that, that offers out there, but they're like, mm, but if we take this offer, he's going to expect our loyalty to like deal with these regulators in the back country. And we know this war is coming and that's going to be awkward because that's not the side you want to be on with that war. <laughs> nope. So this will be, this will, this will be, this will be tricky. But if you, you know, if you, 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 there's still a few years out from it too. So it's like, you can't switch sides too quickly. Yeah. You can't, you, know, like, you gotta play that game. Uh, right. And like switch at the right time. Exactly. So, but yeah, so that's sort of where they're at. Okay. So let's jump into this. Um, okay. okay. So like I said, season four, episode two, uh, titled do no harm. Um, written by Ronald D. Moore and Karen Campbell and directed by Julian Holmes. Um, so, okay, we got a recap, recap, Skyboat song, sing me a song. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, so now we open, it's clearly like, you know, the, the morning, like the next morning after this attack, they're not quite at River Run yet. They're still like on the boat, the river, okay. sailing there. Um, and Jamie is sitting kind of on the the edge of the the edge of the boat, um, sitting on the edge of the boat, and um, is looking very solemn. She's not not very happy. Probably okay. probably feeling some guilt uh, and all this stuff. And his his friend was just killed. He lost two friends the day yeah. before. Shit, um, and all this kind of stuff. So. He's sitting there, uh, you know, Jamie's brooding. Claire comes out and kind of comes over, comes over to him and is like, you know, trying to make him feel better. And Jamie just says like, you know, Leslie, Leslie deserved a decent burial, not a shallow grave on a riverbank. Um, and Claire's like, you know, you can't blame yourself for what happened. And he's like, oh, well, who else is to blame then? Was I not the one that helped Bonnet escape the noose? Like I was a fool to trust him. Yeah, a little um, bit. And then Claire, but I, you know what? He hoodwinked me too. I was gonna say, so I can't even hold you. that against you. He got me real easily. He got so you. you're like, oh, cool, pirate. Ah. <laughs> um, and Claire's like, you know, well, we both trusted him. Like he played on our sympathies. Um, and Jamie's like, um, yeah, well, I couldn't, like, I couldn't defeat him when it mattered most. Like, and I wasn't able to protect you from him. Um, and Claire's like, okay, well you were outnumbered and they were armed for the teeth by the teeth. Like, and it's just like, listen, Jamie, there's, there's been many times where you've taken on, remember when you were like 23 and you took on like a whole ass yeah. church? Like, remember that? Yeah. Well, listen, you're a little, you're an older man now. It's okay. Things, things happen. You know what? Did you just call James <laughs> Fraser an old he's, man? I said he's older. He's I don't know. I, mm, he's an older man. I think even and, Claire would be mad about this right and now. And also, these, like, seven dudes, like, straight up, like, he was ambushed. Like, he had no, like, he was ready when he went. I don't think James was in, James Fraser was in the wrong. But I think saying that he's an old man is fighting I words. did not. And you know what? For man. once, I'm not on the bad end of this. <laughs> this was not me. I did not say he's an old I did man. Not call James Fraser an old man. He is not. That would man. be Stacy. So if you're mad, it's finally not at me. Do we love how Brittany just like switched the context of that? I said he's older than he was at 23. That's and just fact. He is an old man. <laughs> okay. 
Nice job there, Stace. Brittany, you're Just older now Jamie. than you were six years yeah. ago. I'm an old lady. You're an old lady? Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, so he was, he was severely outnumbered and like full on, like all of these dudes like had his arms and like had, he had no weapon. Like, listen, bro, like you can't be Superman all the time. Like you're human. It's going to happen. But um, he's human. He's the king of men. <laughs> yes. A human king. That has almost died quite a few times. <laughs> <laughs> but almost died because he's supernatural. <laughs> oh, what a twist in like season six. Comes out that he's like a vampire. He glitters I mean, like Edward. There was still, we're still waiting on that explanation of Jamie's ghost in the very first episode. Yeah. We're still maybe like, he's, maybe he's a sparkly I'm, ghost. And I'm not going to lie. Like I'm a little scared as to like what it means. Like why? Wait, what not a mean? ghost. A sparkly vampire yeah <laughs> um but yes so claire's like listen like you were outnumbered and they were armed and he's like well that what might be twilight outlander crossover i'd be down for that which would, would you yeah um, do you you don't think that 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 would be hilarious i think jamie would be doing the sign of the cross and the friggin' devil horns every four seconds <laughs> do you forget how catholic that man is yeah that's like, funny he'd be like oh my god also though think of the advantages james and claire could be together forever like bella and edward well that is except without the weird creepy werewolf love triangle thing imprinting on yeah i pretend that didn't happen someone right that didn't happen someone write that fanfic yeah come on now (laughs) claire i think claire and bella would be friends i think bella is like marshmallow yeah i think claire would like show her that she can like be a fierce independent lady and like tell edward to like back off she's okay lady. sometimes i don't know she's a I vampire see, now i see her getting like getting along more with like a hermione i don't know though very different very different characters but mm. different, different i think hermione would get frustrated because claire won't jump off the damn boat Hermione <laughs> would definitely do that shit <laughs> hermione would have been off the boat before that lady even came she would have known she's like damn it i'm getting off this boat she would have yeah, been like hermione has magic boat. hermione has magic she can like mm. Mm. she can put like the bubble charm around her head to make sure she doesn't drown because yeah, she's awesome anyway okay back to back to this so claire's you know comforting him and jamie's like yeah well that might be the truth but now now this murderous bastard's free to free to prey upon others and that's my cross to bear and then um captain freeman he survived this attack just says like oh there oh she yeah is. that dude yeah that dude oh there she is so we see we see is that other dude around. i actually want to remember is this like the other no. boats okay no. other boats got it anyone on a him. boat i don't care about got it you don't need to know him but anyway so like, oh there she is so we see we see river run in oh okay in the where the ant is yes where ant yeah, 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 yeah. is so it's river run is uh the only way i can describe because we're in what north carolina we're in north carolina so river mm-hmm. run is this estate you know this big house and mm-hmm. um yeah j- there's no way around it it's it's a it's a plantation of sorts so mm-hmm. you know i mean i mean that well tracks. not of sorts it is yeah that, okay that, that, north carolina 17 somethings yep yep that tracks so young ian season he's like oh you know uncle jamie you didn't tell us you know a great aunt Jocasta had like a home befitting a king and Ian's all like oh my god Oof, this house is don't so be big uh. 
Well, think of where. Oh, well, no. I mean, no, Lollybrock's I know. a good size. Lollybrock's a good size, but it's yeah. like different. It's mm-hmm. like everything in Scotland is old. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Buildings like, are old, big. Like yeah. same with everything in London, right? Like exactly. It's all beautiful, but everything's small and narrow because that country is just full <laughs> and it's a tiny little it's island. Tiny. Whereas here, it's like there's space. You could fit like there's in acreage. North Carolina. You could probably put what in North Carolina. You could probably put three or four. Britons, yeah, <laughs> just like fit, yeah. Because um, North Carolina is a big state too. I think it was bigger back then, was it? I don't know. Uh, I shouldn't say well, that. I don't know what the, it all the first states when yeah, they got yeah. rejigged. Yeah, they would. Have been, that's the word I was thinking of too. Rejigged. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you're not used to seeing mm-hmm. buildings that are like new and shiny, shiny. and yeah this like all that kind of stuff right and so jamie's like okay help us get ashore and he's like okay rollo so now jamie and claire are like looking at this and then jamie's like you know we when we had coin and the gemstones like i was a man man with means of providing but now we're penniless mm-hmm. and claire's like well it wouldn't be the first time <laughs> yeah she's why like, is he, why is he taking this so hard they've been in worse situations well i think he's he's feeling a lot of guilt right now too because he's like this is my fault i trusted this dude and now look we all did okay pirates yeah. are sneaky little bastards right, don't blame like, yourself jamie he got me too man he got me yeah too. don't don't blame yourself um and claire's like yeah like you didn't have a shilling to your name when we were first married and then james like and i thought you only married me for my wealth sassanac and she's like you know jocasta's family and we're lucky we have relatives that we can turn to it's true very convenient that aunt jocasta settled here because very very and that she's like super wealthy and doesn't have an heir very right she's uh, thrice widowed (laughs) no heir no heir yes right um, okay, so now they've arrived. They're like not suspicious un- at all, writers. Not <laughs> didn't don't have any idea what you have in mind. <laughs> what could you be thinking? I don't um, know. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, so th- they arrive and like they're unloading stuff off of the boat and that sort of stuff. And then we can see um, uh, what we assume to be Antrocasta being, you know, guided out by her butler servant uh, okay um who we will learn his name is ulysses um who is a black man who i i think it's safe to say he's probably he's a slave it's just let's just rip that awkward band-aid off right now folks mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. is anyone who's watched this show knows very much what this episode is about um and so jamie sees him and he's like oh auntie and and jocasta's like Oh, Jamie, welcome, like, welcome to River Run. And then um, Jamie bows and goes up and they like hug each other. And she, you know, says like, oh, you've grown, like, you've grown to be a giant. And then she's like, oh, that'll be the Mackenzie blood flowing through you. Because remember, she's a Mackenzie. Right. Yes, yes. His sister's mother. Yeah. Maternal aunt, right? His sister's mother. His, His mother's sister. Wow. I just... Yeah, I was, try, I was like trying to follow that. I was like, wait, what? wait, what? <laughs> what? His mother's sister. Um, I was like, his sister's mother. That would make, anyway. Um, mm. So, you know, and then Jamie's like, oh, well, I wasn't more than a, than a baron when the last time you saw me, I had nowhere to go but up. So it's establishing he, they haven't seen each other in, since he was a kid. So it's been like okay. a long time, right? Um, and then she's like, oh, I recall you had the most gorgeous head heed is what she said heed of red hair um oh how yeah he still does because he won't 
fucking diet. Diet. <laughs> and it's like, oh, your mother adored you. And Jamie's like, oh, you know, she always spoke of you with love. Like, you know, sweet, like reminiscing family things. And she's like, oh, I still miss her. And he's like, as do I. And Claire's just like standing there being like, mm, this is cute. And then Jamie's like, oh, Auntie, may I present to you my wife, Claire? And Claire is like, oh, you know. Claire's like, oh, it's 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 a pleasure to meet you, Mrs. Cam Mistress Cameron. Everything's mistress. And Jocasta's like, oh, I hope you'll call me Auntie, dear. We are kin after all. Um, and Claire's like, oh, her British accent kills me. Of course, Auntie, it is then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, Jocasta's like, you know, it's lovely to meet you, Claire. And then uh, Ian and Rolo come up, and Jamie's like, oh, and this is your great nephew, Ian Murray. Murray, Jenny's youngest son. And he's like, oh, I'm very pleased to meet you, great aunt Jocasta. And he has like these flowers that he's like clearly picked from like the riverbank or something. And he's holding them out to her, but she's not like making a move to grab them. Like she's just looking straight ahead. And oh. he's like, he, you can tell he's thinking like WTF. And then Ulysses, who's been standing beside her the whole time, like leans over and like whispers into her ear. Is she like, like blind? Well, he says, your great nephew has brought you a posy of flowers for you, mistress. And she goes, oh, and then she goes and grabs them and she goes, you know, forgive me. And she, yeah, she says, it's been a long time since my sight has left me, though I still see shapes and shadows. And they're like, uh -huh. oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And Jocasta's like, oh, fear not, lad. It, you know, it has been a blessing. I'm now gifted with hearing that would be the envy of many a gossip and the ability to scent truth from lies, if you catch my meaning. Um, that's a myth. I mean, what that other senses get? Yeah, sharper. get bigger. Yeah, just get bigger, get sharper. I know. I don't know. I figure see. it's probably more that like you like just focus you're, on them more. Yeah, you're more right? in tuned. You're more in tune yeah. to them. Like they probably don't get stronger or bigger. They just probably get like you're get you get more in tune to them. Yeah, like you actually have so to hearing think about what you smell or what you hear versus you know maybe. Everyone just tunes everything out because the world thing. is too loud. Maybe everything is too goddamn loud. <laughs> okay um but uh but yes so yeah so basically she's like yeah it's, a, it's cool i got real great hearing though and i'm able to basically she's like i got no. a i got a good bullshit meter now too <laughs> like i can i can pick up on <laughs> intonation and tone and things um and then you know rollo barks and she's like oh goodness you know what do we have there Another acquaintance to be made. And young Ian's like, oh, Jamie's like, oh, yeah, this is young Ian's mongrel Rolo. And then he's like, take hold of your beast, lad. Hey, be nice to the puppy. Um, he's like, come back, Rolo. Um, and then, you know, Jocasta invites them in. She's like, we'll show you some River Run hospitality. You know, Ulysses lead us the way to the, pal to the, to the parlor. So, she, you know, Jamie and Claire take her arm and they walk in and we get like a better shot. And it's like, yeah, you can definitely see people like working the field and, and Ugh. that sort of Ugh. thing. And you're Ugh. like, well, yeah. this is going to be icky. So now the next scene. Okay. So they're in the parlor and Jamie has clearly filled Jocasta in on what happened to them on the boat. Right. That, the, that right. they stole their coin and their gemstones and left them basically with like the clothes on their back. And Jocasta is like, she is like so offended by this story. She's like, wicked, just wicked to be repay your kindness in such a fashion. Bonnet and his men should be hang it. And then Jamie's like, well, he would have been if it weren't for me. Yeah. Um, and then Jocasta's really, like, that really turned around to bite you in the butt. Yeah. And then Jocasta's like, you know, you sought the goodness in him. And that when there was none to be found, pray think of it no more. You're welcome to stay here as long as you need. And, and um, Jamie's like, you know, I'll, I won't be a burden to you. And, 
um, and Claire's like, no, yeah, no, we don't intend to stay long. And then Jocasta's like, oh, bless you, dears, your kin. And then she's like, you know, <laughs> it won't be a burden to have a man of such strength and mind for business at my disposal. Why, you know, the good men and women Ooh. of the good men and women of Cape Cape Fear will be clamoring to engage with you, especially now. Um, now that you've had the pleasure of making making your acquaintance at a wee gathering, I attend to hold in your honor. And Jamie's like, "You're familiar with my business dealings." And Jocasta's like, "You know, I may not have my sight, dear, but I have been keeping an eye on you." Um, oh, sneaky, 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 auntie. And then she's like, "You know, between your experience in Paris with Jared and the trade you mastered in Edinburgh, you're capable of whatever endeavor you take on." Um, will not be long before your fortunes are reversed. And he's like, oh, you flatter me, auntie. Um, and she's like, oh, you're no fond of flattery. Well, it is my right to do so. Who else, who else am I to lavish my attentions upon? Um, and then at this point, Ian and Rolo run into the house and everyone's like, oh my God, oh my God. And immediately starts like coming. They roll in poop. My dog's well, rolling poop. Nice. They stink. There was a, Rolo met a skunk. Welcome to North America. <laughs> Rolo, aww, mine met a skunk too. Rolo got skunked. Oh yeah, I remember that. And um, and porcupine. And Ian's like, oh, Rolo, he chased a creature I've never seen before. Something akin to a badger. Black though, streaked with white. It lifted its tail and sprayed a foul liquid from his arse. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. It burns too. It's, it's awful. awful. Literally, he says, as a stench, it burns my eyes. And they're all like, oh my gosh. And it's then, atrocious. And you cannot get rid of it's it. It's awful. And Jocasta's like, you encountered a skunk lad. And then Jamie's like, a skunk? Is that venomous? And Claire's like, <laughs> Claire's like idiots <laughs> and Claire's just like well it's like welcome to North America it's like when you yeah. go to this Toronto Zoo I'm always amazed that in the North America section there's like straight up a raccoon exhibit and yeah. it's just open I'm like so are they just like native raccoons just wandering <laughs> and if you happen to see one and I always find that I'm like how is that exciting but then there'll be people here from like other parts of the world that like don't have raccoons I guess and really? they're like yeah, raccoons don't exist everywhere. Well, yeah, I know. I went, I ran, oh, you know what? I fell down. Don't even start with this, this rabbit hole. I went down the weirdest rabbit hole of what animals are where, because listen, it all started with cows. Where the hell are cows native? Where did they originate Denmark. from? Oh, Denmark. Interesting. Yeah. Don't know why they're black and white. Never got that answer, but I did figure out where they're from. They're Holland. I think they're called Holland cows or something. I don't know. Denmark, Danish. I don't know. One of those. Netherland countries over there. I forget. This is back in the like summer, and I fell down a okay. real weird water hole. Because I think you're just intermixed it. about three different countries. <laughs> it's fine. It's Nordic. It's whatever. It's one of you people up there, okay? Because I don't think Holland and Denmark are. I think no, they're not. But I don't. I said Denmark, but I don't think it is. I think they're Danish. What are? Mm, they might be Danish. I can't fruit. What did they call them? Something. Anyways, they're one of those. Still couldn't figure out why they're black and white. But it, I started with the idea of. Why are cows black and white? And you never just see them in the forest. Like they couldn't hide. What yeah. the hell? Why are they that color? And then I was like, why are, does anybody know where there's just native cows? Not, not like Buffalo. I was going to say there's brown cows. There's or Scottish cows. Yeah. No, I'm talking Those Highland black and white stupid dairy cows. No, they're so cute. I love them. But like, where are they native? Where are they just roaming around? Does anyone just go in the forest and boom, there's a we black and white cow anymore? So I fell down a whole rabbit hole. 
interesting. Listen, well, there are some weird ass animals out there and they are here, but then there's one like, well, you take for granted the animals that are normal and native to your like area. A wolverine. Did you know that everyone has wolverines? They're weird. Well, like I said, not everywhere has squirrels, squirrels. Brittany, which yeah, seems but so common. Europe, some some places in Europe do, which is also weird to think. Because then you think they're only here, but then no. But they don't have red squirrels. They have black squirrels. Or did I mix it up? They only have one of them. They don't have the other. We have black and red. It's It's been a while since we've really gone off on a huge tangent. So you're Anyways. Welcome. Did you miss it? Did you miss it, guys? Um, but yeah, so basically, there was a skunk. Still never got an answer of why cows are black and white. If anybody knows. Because <laughs> even if in. they're in, like, in the Netherlands, that's not just black and white. What are they camouflage? Are there just black and white cows just wandering around? I don't know. And if they're domesticated, why do we domesticate them to be black and white? Where did that come from? I'm so confused. I don't know. Because they don't blend into the snow. I, I, darling, I don't know. This is very, like... <laughs> Darwin and the theory of evolution and it just going into confused. lots of things. Um, Who are these cows? Where did they come from? Um, okay, so bringing this train back to skunks. Um, so Claire's like, nope, they just smell real bad. And uh, Jocasta says, you know, as luck would have it, my friend John Quincy Myers is visiting and he's a man of the wild who can rid your mongrel of the stench. So they go outside. Um, and uh, Jocasta says, you know, Ulysses, will you ask Myers to meet Ian at the front of the house? And he's like, yes, mistress. And then she's like, but first show my nephew and his bride. <laughs> I love it. They've been married for so long. And it's like, yeah, a bride, bride and his bride to their bedchamber where the air will be fresh. <laughs> and Ulysses is like, as you wish. Um, and Jocasta is like, you know, after your travels, you'll, you'll desire a bit of rest now. And they're like, thank you. So then they're, uh, Ulysses is like taking them up the stairs. It's like Jamie and Claire talking and Jamie's like, you know, it's remarkable Sassanac. And Claire's like, what? And he, Jamie's like the similarities between Angelcasta and my mother, same smile, same manner, their voice. And he's like, I always wished you knew my mother, but having met my aunt, you know, is just fine. Um, <clears throat> so then they get to what will be their bed chamber and Ulysses like, it's like, this will be your chambers. Welcome. <laughs> well, you Does may he do the little hand too. Does a little bit. He's like, welcome. <laughs> and so, so they enter, and as they enter, there are two women in there, like making up the bed chamber and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And they're very like, oh, hello. Um, and Ulysses is like, you know, if need arises, you may call upon me. And Claire's like, thank you, Ulysses. And then this one. Uh, the one of the two women, uh, you know, she bows and says, you know, sir, mistress. And Claire's like, oh, please call me Claire. She's like, I'm not about this. Yeah. Being referred to as mistress by, you know, slaves of the property. And this is all types. And she's like, please call me Claire. Mm -hmm. And then she goes, mistress Claire. Um, and then she, Claire asks, like, what are your names? And the one, the one young woman says, I'm Phaedra and that's Mary, Mistress Claire. Is there anything else? And Phaedra has a Scottish accent. Oh. So she's like, you know, and then she's like, is there anything else you'd be needing? And uh, Jamie's like, no, no, thank you. And then, so they leave and Claire's like pacing looking super uneasy, looking outside into the field. Yeah, she's not happy about it. And uh, I, I'm with you, Claire. She's like, well, and again, like, for 
even, even for people of that time who were against it, because there were, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's still very normalized because it's you're in that time and that's what you see whereas like I would imagine if you're coming from the 19 almost 1970 like yeah it's not just that you're you're against it ideologically it's it's like abrasive well you're like so this is what it looks like in person and I know how this plays out and where I'm from now it's not perfect but it ain't this um so, uh, so yeah, she's looking outside and Jamie says, Sasanak, you haven't had much to say since our arrival. And she's just still looking and then he's like, Claire, and he notices what sh- that she's watching this, the, um, you know, the slaves in the field working. And then he, he's like, you know, as you say, one, one day it'll all be different. And, uh, yeah, he's just like, Ey. so now cuts to the next scene. So we're outside and this is Ian. So it's time to like de-skunk Rolo. So this is where <laughs> challenge. This is where this big burly man comes up named. So this is John Quincy Myers. Um, you know, so he he comes up and he's like, Oh, is that a wolf masquerading as a dog? I sincerely hope he isn't partial to human flesh. And then um Ian's like, only if you're thickly bearded and they, you know, laugh or whatever. And so then he introduces himself. He's like, My name is John Quincy Myers. Oh, pleased to meet you. And then um, uh, John Quincy Myers is like, you know, a, a dalliance with a skunk is no laughing matter. <laughs> um, but he says, but Mother Nature and all her bounty and wisdom offers us a chance to wash the odor away, bathing in vinegar. And Ian's like, well, whatever it takes, because, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, and he's like, I did not wish him to go on reeking like the devil's arse. <laughs> it smells um, like, like, it's the weirdest, it like almost burning, like acid. It's so gross. And like, oh, oh, I hate it. Oh, it's bad enough when it's like there's one in the neighborhood or if one's unfortunately yeah, hit but it by like, a vehicle and you can smell it. I couldn't imagine it like being like on you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and then, so then Ian, Ian says to him, I've, cause John Quincy Myers has like, he's like fully bearded. Like think of okay. like big mountain man type dude. And then uh, Ian's like, you know, I've been allowing my beard to grow. Ian, sweetie. <laughs> and then he says, and then he's like, seems, seems the men of the mountains here about have hardy ones. And then John Quincy Myers goes, ah, you have a long weight on your hands. <laughs> and like, and then he goes like, but me, I take after my, I take after my, you know, father. And he says, you know, my mom, my mama does admire a hairy man. He also, this actor, I think he just uses his accent because uh, the actor that plays John Quincy Myers, I believe, is Welsh. So he's, he has like a, a oh. males from a Welsh accent. So there's like ah, the Netherlands. Bit. Okay, sorry, Holston cows, black and white cows, the Netherlands. The yeah, Netherlands. okay, they're Danish. We're here. Okay, I said Denmark, I but I meant Danish. Is Danish not Denmark? No, Danish is Netherlands. Is that not Dutch? Oh God, shit, Dutch. Oh my gosh, now I have to Danish Denmark. Oh, we sound so dumb. Dutch is Netherlands. Netherlands, right? Yeah. Danish Denmark? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Danish Denmark. Got it. Yeah. Dutch. Netherlands. Here we go. We're getting there. You got (laughs) cows. We know geography. So, um, listen, Dutchland. Well, no, that's Deutschland is Germany. Dutch people. Holland. Whatever. Black and white cows. Where are they in your country? 
just wild. I just want to, I don't want to meet one on a farm because that's sad to me. Are there just wild ones I can come find? <laughs> just let me know. Just go look and see what's Cause happening. Because look. I can't find, yeah, I just, I have questions. I want to see the cows in the wild with the black and white and see what the heck they're doing. I just, I don't, because when you see them in, they don't do much. So like, how do they exist just in the wild? I just have questions. Okay, thank you. I don't know. Okay, thought, hot thought of the day. Um, But yes, so basically, John Quincy, so this transitions into a conversation. um, Oh, about talking about, you know, he's- Have you ever looked up Welsh words? I know. <laughs> oh, oh, just go down. Anybody, if you need just a good time, just Google um, count like eight, uh, eight out of 10 count uh, cats countdown. Welsh. Oh, them just making fun of Welsh names. Sorry if you're from from there. I'm just pissing off all of Europe. You know what, Europe? You had your time. We're going to make fun of you for a minute. God, Brittany. <laughs> you won a lot of stuff. You beat a lot of people. You were on top for a long time. Well, I gotta bring like you down a peg. Picking on the like small European, like let's go after the Netherlands. Let's go after Denmark and Wales. <laughs> like, look, I love their accent. It's really funny to listen to them talk, but their name and I'm just... sure we sound hilarious too. I know. I probably listen to me. I just called Danish, Dutch. I don't know. I mixed everything up. I'm an idiot. It's fine. there's so many l's (laughs) okay okay let's i'm gonna try to get this back on track anyway john quincy myers is basically saying i'm a hairy dude i'm a big burly hairy dude and you know my mom liked hairy men so i assume that means he's saying his father's his father was a hairy dude believes them to be a rare comfort on a cold winter's night and she's not the only one and then he says you know the indian ladies enjoy my hairs well enough that sentence oh jeez and and ian's like oh you know they like their men hairy and then he's like oh well those i've come across certainly do um you know it's perhaps not not but the novelty of my whiskers come to think of it like it's something different um you know well they're men basically saying that like you know, the natives tend to not be that hairy and I am quite hairy. And he goes, <laughs> he goes take one look at my buttocks and you think my daddy was a buffalo. <laughs> like, look, oh. this is a town in, 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 in Wales. Know, they have really long names. It's like, try to pronounce that. Yeah. yeah. On like talk shows and stuff. It's, it's yeah. every love letter you in the alphabet. It's awesome. Um, and yeah, so there's that. And I mean, although Scotland's national animal is a unicorn, that's also awesome. I love it. I love oh that. Also, now that we're talking about unicorns, how is that like? How do you? <laughs> they're not actually unicorns because like moose and stuff have two. So why didn't one just get one? Because a pointy one seems so much better than these because they get stuck on trees, right? When they have the antlers on either side. They get stuck on trees and like it seems like they, it would be really cumbersome. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to keep us on track and I can't do it. So like a I rhino can't. has one. So like why wouldn't a horse end up with one? Like just evolutionary. Like you think that would just stop Holy shit, your brain. How much coffee did you have today? Oh, Jesus. Listen, if you don't go to bed until midnight tonight, it's your own fault, okay? <laughs> keep going it's your it's fine it's fine oh my god why are 
because moose gets stuck on trees. Oh, Lord. I'm sorry, everyone. Anyway, I'm trying to, like, get... It's a weird conversation that they're having anyway. So Ian basically is very interested in the concept of the natives. And I'm just going to address... They say the term Indian a lot. We know that that is not the correct terminology nowadays. Um... But yes, so Ian's very much, ooh, like, what are they like? And Myers is like, well, it depends on the tribe. Some can be pretty friendly and some you'd probably want to stay clear of. Um, and Ian's like, oh, oh, hell, dude, you stole their land. They might be a little pissed off. Well, and then Ian's like, oh, I've heard there are some that will cut your heart from your chest and devour it whole. Is that true? And and Myers is like, well, I can't say I've come across any who would do that exactly, but there are some who scalp those they consider to be an outsider and ian's like well there are clansmen in scotland who'll do the same you thank you <laughs> and then he's, like, yes. he's like you'll know you'll know see a campbell and a mcdonald together not without ending in bloodshed um yeah all all humans are beasts and then um yeah he's like I don't they don't, that's they my takeaway they don't sound that much different from highlanders and then uh myers is like that's they a aren't. fine that's a fine way of looking at the world ian and then it is space, how are you ian and just then, grow a beard. You're fine. Just grow a beard. And then basically <laughs> they start bathing Rolo to get rid of this smell. Um, also, by the way, when if you've ever tried to bathe your dog in vinegar, probably not, not a, a fun time. time. No, no, nope, they don't like it. <laughs> They're not just going to sit there and be like, hmm, fun and take it. No, nah, no, nah, not a good time. Um, nope. Okay. Don't recommend. Okay, so now the next scene is um, it's like Jamie and Jocasta walking along. They have they have one of those huge ass long. Porches. What's her first name? Jocasta. That's her first name. Yeah, Jocasta's her first name. Last name's Cameron. How did Ellen get the normal name? Normal she name. Dougal. Dougal. Column is like Doug. Dougal. Column. How? Column. That's Jocasta. like Colin. And then Ellen. <laughs> yeah. Ellen. Um, they really got anyway. bored of names at that point. They're like, I don't know. What's in the book? Ellen? Sure. Um, and, uh, well, and Ellen's older. Ellen, I believe, was older. Joe Costa was the younger. I need to oh. look at my tree. But, Genealogical um, decisions. But, yes. So, anyway, so Joe Costa and Jamie are, like, walking along the, the front porch. They've clearly been doing a tour of the grounds. Claire is following behind them. And Jamie's like, oh, you know, what else do you grow addition to, t- in addition to tobacco? And Jocasta's like, indigo, cotton, pine. Our forests yield barrels of turpentine monthly. Turpentine. Um, but I'm pretty sure you get that from the bark of, is it bark of cedar? May, you would know more than I, my friend. Um, and you but think. oh, this makes sense because but and then she also says, but the greatest source of revenue is our sawmill. We're able to ship timber along the river as far as Virginia. Or I think it's then, from actual pine, but what kind of pine? I turpin know. pine? Yeah, it might be pine. Turpin pine, turpentine? But it's not like a pine we have. Uh. I don't know, darling. Um, and so Jamie's like, you know, Uncle Hector and you have achieved a great m- amount here, uh, Auntie. And, and Joe Costa's like, yeah, we were true partners. Hector never made a decision regarding our beloved River Run without consulting me first. And Jamie's like, hmm, sounds familiar. And <laughs> looks over at Claire. Um, and now, and now Brittany's Googling where turpentine comes from. <laughs> oh yeah. It's distilled from pine resin. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Now, you know, okay, but what, yeah, I knew what p- pine I said, cedar. I didn't, I thought I knew it was, I didn't think it was just any pine tree though. I thought it had to be a specific pine tree. 
Um, and so this is, so Jamie's trying to suss out more information about the estate and, and river run and stuff. And so then he says, so, and he goes, and, um, how many slaves work here at river run? Oof. And, uh, yeah, Claire is like giving major looks, looking around. Jamie notices yeah. like he knows that it, yeah, it's not, it's, it's not great. He knows she doesn't love this. And then, uh, Joe Costa says a hundred oh, from Larch. Larch is not a pine. I have questions. Oh, Douglas Burr, also not a pine. Okay, I don't like this. <clears throat> We're off of the trees because they're making me mad. Okay, it's not pines. Brittany, Keep going. Getting upset with the trees. Um. Okay, so yeah, Jamie's asked, you know, how many slaves work here at River Run, and Jocasta says 152. I purchased them in mm. lots in order to keep those with children together. Over the years, I yeah, she says, over the years, I found my slaves to be more productive when treated with benevolence. And Jamie's like, oh, well, I'm very, <laughs> and I'm very pleased to hear that, Auntie. I know some owners that treat their slaves as livestock. And she's like, oh, livestock? Goodness, no, they're a great deal more expensive than that, I assure you. And Claire's looking super, like, just trying to, like, keep her mouth shut, but just, oh, yeah. she's really upset by all of this. And is like, Lord, Lord knows where they'd be if I hadn't taken them in and given them a home and a purpose. Why, some are so dear to me. I consider them friends. And Claire, like, okay, she can't, she can't anymore. And she just says, do you think they'd feel the same way? And then Jocasta's like, I'm not sure I catch your meaning, the, or I, I'm not sure I catch the meaning you wish to convey, dear. And Claire says, well, perhaps they may see things a little differently since, you know, they don't exactly have a choice. Yeah. And, um... Jocasta says, you know, oh, my slaves are quite happy here, I assure you. And Jamie is like, the look of like, oh, this isn't good. Jamie and Claire are giving each other looks. And uh, Jocasta says, well, only a few have tried to run away over the years. What a curious mind you have, my dear. You're, you know, you're, you're not thinking like a lady of this time, you know? Um, and then Claire's like, if you'll excuse me, I asked Phaedra to meet me in the garden. I need to replenish my supply of herbs. And like, she's like, I'm fucking out of here. She gives Jamie a look and then like leaves. Um, and is like, of course. And then Ulysses comes out and says, mistress, Lieutenant Wolf has uh, been waiting in the parlor for you. And she's like, oh, okay, please have him join us. And then, so he comes out. Um, there's this guy we're introduced to named Lieutenant Wolf. Um, and Jocasta, Jocasta tells Jamie that Lieutenant Wolf is the steward of the Naval Stores contract that River Run has with the Royal Navy. So I guess River Run has, has, a, has a contract with the Navy in terms of um, supplying, probably like timber and, and yeah, supplies yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff, right? And so Lieutenant Wolf basically is in charge of kind of like overseeing that contract. Um, and so he comes out and he's like, good day, Mistress Cameron. She's like, you know, Lieutenant Wolf, allow me to introduce you, you to my nephew, James Fraser. And he's like, oh, pleasure to meet you, Mr. Fraser. And Jamie's like, hello, hello. Um, and then he sits and um, is, she's basically like, you know, what, what can I do for you? What brings you here? Um, and then Wolf is saying like, oh, you know, it's said that wheat is fetching a good price at five shillings a bushel you know, cultivated on your fallow lands along the river, it may fetch you a handsome pro like profit. Like I know his majesty's Navy is always looking to buy it. 
And then Jamie cuts in and he's like, well, the cultivation of wheat along the river will likely bring you but a bushel of regret. And um, Wolf is like, beg your pardon. And Jamie's like, oh, well, land along the river is too damp for the grain to flourish. Rice, however, would thrive along the river. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Jocasta is like rice at 12 shillings per hundred weight, you know, would bring a prime, would bring like a, would bring a, a fine profit and would keep the slaves well fed. And then Wolf is like, you seem to have a, a profound knowledge of agricultural practices, Mr. Fraser. Wolf doesn't like this. He's like, who is like this name though? Who is this man? And then um, Jamie was like, I was raised working the land. So I know a bit about dirt, Lieutenant. And then he goes, Wolf goes, undoubtedly, dick. <laughs> He's such a dick. Jeez. Rude. And he goes, you know, I shall return to discuss further contracts with you when you are not engaged. Good day, Mrs. Cam- Mistress Cameron, and then leaves. And Jocasta's like, you know, I would say that the lieutenant has not been spoken to in such a manner very often. And Jamie's like, I, I, you know, I'm sorry if I offended your guest, Auntie. And then Jocasta's like, no, you are right to speak your mind. It's a, it's a privilege I wish I could enjoy, but there's a certain delicacy to be employed, to be deployed in certain matters where a woman's unsolicited views are not always welcome. Um... So, yeah, because she doesn't have a husband around to... Yeah, to stand up and talk for her. Yeah, so she has to, you know, play that game, right? Um, And then, okay, so now next scene, we're in Jamie and Claire's bedroom. So, but it's so fake. Claire has this, like, dress on and Phaedra's, like, alter... Like, making some alterations for the dress for her and Jocasta's sitting there, like, watching. Um because Jocasta said she's going to be throwing this gathering in their Mm. honor kind of deal. Right. Um, And Claire's like very much like hating this fuss. She's like, you know, you didn't have to go to all this trouble for me. And Jocasta's like, Oh, nonsense. You know, with more time, I would have sent for some fine clothes cloth from England or France, but as luck would have it, I have several gowns here that could be altered to fit you. Um, And she's like, what color is your hair, dear? I hadn't thought to ask. She goes, you sound a bit fair somehow. That would serve the garment well. I don't know how you sound fair, but Jocasta's got superpowers with her hearing, I guess. What Uh, does that mean? You sound a bit fair somehow. I don't know if she's guessing because you're English. Like, I'm guessing your complexion based upon... Oh, so, like, maybe not, like, a Mediterranean? Or, like, I, I thought you meant fair, like, hair. Um... Like, blonde. Maybe. She sounds blonde because that would be, like... What, you sound Scandinavian? I don't know. Well, true, because she does ask, uh, you know, she does ask, you know, about her hair. And then, yeah, she says, you sound a bit fair somehow. And she says, that would serve the garment well. But she says, don't tell me that you're black haired and sallow. And then Claire's like, more, le- more or less dark brown. And then Joe is like, oh, how did, how does she look, Phaedra? And Phaedra's like, just fine, Miss Joe. She looks just fine. She's got white skin, white as milk. And then um, Jocasta's like, oh, with skin so pale, will she not look washed out? And Phaedra's like, oh, no, mistress, she ain't washed out. She's got bonny eyes of indigo and a bosom lassies would dream of. <laughs> <laughs> and she's tall with a thin waist, a great deal, t- deal taller than Mistress Cameron. And then Jocasta's like, that was the picture in my mind's eye already, dear Phaedra, though Though there are men who prefer more modestly sized women, no wishing to be dwarfed by the objects of their affection um hey well and then, um well, and also uh i don't because 
Lieutenant Wolf is like a little bit shorter too. Well, and in the uh, book, there's a lot of like these dudes are all these dudes are trying to get in line to maybe marry her next. Like, you know, oh. you know what I mean? Like she's this widow with this very lucrative estate. Like oh, Jocasta. You know I mean? Yeah, Jocasta yeah. To get in line to marry Jocasta, right? So I'm sure she's speaking of that too. Um, exactly. Here's where it comes. Cause then Phaedra says, you know, indeed mistress, Lieutenant Wolf being one of them. And then he's, she's like, Oh, Phaedra, any amorous intentions Wolf has towards me. It's founded only in hearsay and gossip and we will not indulge it. Now, Claire, tell me, how do you find river one run after months without a home? You must be greatly relieved to have to have such, you know, fine accommodations. And Claire's like, uh, it's all very uh, overwhelming. Um, and Jocasta's like, you know, it's a, it's, you know, it's a splendid state indeed. Um, many had marveled, uh, at its grandeur. What, what do you like about it the most? And Claire's like, uh, I've never, uh, stayed anywhere quite like this. Like Claire, you suck so hard at hiding what you're thinking. Like, so yeah, just so lie, hard, right? just lie. It's great here. I'm having a great it's time. Great. Well, it's not horrifying and it's not just going to bring know. the national shame to you people. It's fine. It's you're fine. fine. And then Jocasta's like the cadence of your voice tells me you're not saying, uh, tells me you're not saying plainly enough, dear. You harbor some disapproval. I'm like, Oh shit's about to get real. And then she's like, there lie lady. Like, lie. Well, she says, well, I suppose I do. And then she says, I don't agree with keeping people as property. And Phaedra's like, ooh, gay. <laughs> and then we doing this. Okay, let this. me get out of here, please. <laughs> oh, and then Jocasta's like, are you a Quaker then? And Claire's like, a Quaker? N- no. A Quaker? Qua- you don't know what Quakers are? Like the Quakers? That, where do you think Quake the name from Quaker Oats came from? Like the guy on there is a Quaker. I it don't know a, what that is. Quakers were like look. A there's a lot of racist of shit on labels. I don't look too deeply into no, anything. No, but Quakers were abolitionists. Um, oh, really? Back at that time, yeah. That's why she asks, "Are you a Quaker?" Like, if you why don't do they have no? With- why do all? Why did all they get was oats? <laughs> I don't know. But um, you know, um, but yeah. So she goes, "No, I'm not," because it was also a religious group too, which is why she says, "No, yeah, I'm okay, not a Quaker. I'm a Catholic Christian set." Um and wait, Claire's Catholic? Yeah. I didn't know she was Catholic. Yeah. I know. Well, yeah, she's Catholic. What? Because I know she, she married Jamie? In- no, it feels like it was even before that. I don't know. Even huh. though she's English, you'd think, okay, the default there would be Protestant. But not necessarily. Like, who knows? No, everyone. Well, and she also grew up like traveling the world with her uncle and, you know, all that jazz. But anyway, so she's like, no, I'm Catholic. And then Joe Costa's like, oh, well, how has it come to the, like, how is it that you share their views? And Claire's like, uh, I uh, healed some Quakers once and they expressed their opinions to me regarding slavery. I have to admit, I I found some truth to their beliefs. (laughs) Like, okay, good cover story, Claire. Um, and Jocasta's like, hmm, Jenny was right about you. You are a peculiar lass. She made mention in her letters that you were spirited, headstrong, that Oh and Jenny. That, and that you know blood that and that you don't blush to share your thoughts on any matter, versed in it or not. And then Claire's like, Well, the same could be said for Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jocasta's like, I true. And then she's like, You're a lively one, aren't you? It's no wonder my nephew is drawn to you. You you you've the fire of Mackenzie in you. And you're like, mm, okay. So now, well, she has some Mackenzie in her. I don't know if book the. Oh, but um, but um, 
Okay, so now the next scene, it's okay, so it's the party that Jocasta's hosting, and we have a little bit of a voiceover with Claire saying, like, you know, the party attracted the cream of cross of Cross Creek society all to meet Jamie and me, and I found myself discussing local politics with Lieutenant Wolf, as well as as well as Jocasta's friend and advisor, Farquad Cadbury was founded by Quakers? What the heckity heck? We're just learning so many things today. You did. Did you all know that? Cadbury. Cadbury. Those little mini eggs. They're the best. They're from Quakers. Um, okay, so Claire's at this party and she's talking about how she ended they up. They also fine. like the pronoun the. <laughs> yes. There, I, why? But I love that, but why? Instead of you or yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. They say the. And they call people friends. I know that because there may be Quakers in the later books. And I oh. am reading a lot of that right now. Hello. Hello, friend Claire. They've Hello. got, they, they won the Nobel Peace Prize. Hey. Go Quakers. Go Quakers. You people are cool. I just thought you had oats. <laughs> Look at this. Oats. Okay. Um, okay, but honestly, also, next question, everyone. Why are they named after oats? Did they start the company or like? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This episode's gonna be three hours long today, guys. Just you know, go uh, go for your bathroom breaks now if you need to, or bring us to the washroom with you. I don't know. It's audio. You, Quaker Oats is owned by Pepsi. Ew. Okay. Well, capitalism is a thing. Okay. Okay. So Not we're at, owned by Quakers. We are at Lies. this. Brittany, I need you to focus. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my God. Okay. We're at this party. We're only on the ninth scene, Brittany. We're only on the ninth scene. Okay. Okay. We're at this party. Claire says she's finding herself talking, discussing local politics with the Lieutenant, with Lieutenant Wolf. If you remember. Yeah. Yeah. We don't like him. Got it. As, as well as Jocasta's friend and advisor, Farquad Campbell. Farquad? Farquad Campbell is his name. And we're just uh, gonna make a Shrek reference and just yeah. keep going, Outlander. Just, just keep it moving. Um, and we hear, you know, different men Farquad. being like, Oh, <laughs> I heard I heard they were causing trouble at the courthouse in Beaufort, and Wolf is like, you know, so it's Claire and Ian talking to this crew of people, and they're talking about like, oh, the taxes again, it's trouble they want, which I think they're talking about the regulators. The regulators are having issues with these taxes. Um and all Quakers do not stuff. find Quaker <laughs> Mills. He just read about it and just decided he liked it. So he just stole the name. Quaker? Yeah. Quakers, I apologize. That's some shady shit right there. He's just running on the back of your awesomeness and using your face, and he's not not even one of you. <laughs> Go after him for something. I feel like you people are owned some of that Quaker out money. Go after <laughs> Pepsi. They're still using your name. Okay. Shady, shady shit. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, they're talking politics and taxes and things. There's so much. I'm like, I'm trying to set up the politics of this, what's going to be this season for you. And I just, I can't, I, I can't. I lost my trade of thought like 52 times. So we're going to, um, yeah. So anyway, they're talking about taxes. There are issues with the regulators, issues, um, in, issues with the indigenous people they're like you know it's it's it'll be a miracle if we're able to make something decent of this land and then claire's like well you can hardly blame either group for wanting their voices to be heard and ian's like yeah exactly the indians were on these lands first were they not 
And then Wolf says, like, how charmingly naive. Were it not for the Romans, the good natives of Great Britain would be sheltering in dwellings little better than mud huts today. No roads to sophistication of any sort. Okay, lady, just because it happened once doesn't mean that means you could just do it forever. Yeah, and so then he says the good line of, you know, the savages should be thankful we're here to, sp- to spare them a similar fate. And Claire's like, mm, if you'll excuse me. <laughs> She's yep. like, enough of this shit. So her and Ian exit the conversation. She walks over, finds Jamie in the other room, and they stand beside each other. And Ulysses gives jo- uh, Jocasta a spoon and she, you know, makes starts dinging her glass to like make a toast and get everyone's attention. She's like, dear friends, please gather around, gather around. Um, and so they gather. And then so she says, you know, it's been my great honor to introduce my nephew, James Fraser, his lovely wife, Mistress Claire Fraser, and my great nephew, Ian Murray. But there's another reason I've brought you together on this fine day. Um, and everyone's like, oh, must be interesting news. And she's like, yes, indeed. Um, all gathered here have known for quite some time that I've been agonizing over the matter of whom I shall leave my beloved River Run. Well, you need to, you need oh, wonder it. no more, no more. Brittany's like, never saw this coming. Um, Shocked. You need, you need wonder no more. I am pleased to announce that I've decided today my nephew, Jamie, as my heir. And Jamie and Claire both look at each other and they're like, fuck and wolf doesn't look happy (laughs) (laughs) oh no we're back at the whole like clan thing again people gonna try and kill you jamie um and right oh lord true season one all over again so then she's like it's my intention that jamie should act as master of the estate immediately i leave river run in let's not call him master that's weird it's almost as bad as daddy stop where's marshmallow daddy. oh they're still over because she's they're, still pregnant yeah right? they're, okay. they're in wilmington they stayed in wilmington. so they're just wilmington. staying there forever yeah they've decided to stay there for a while and you know so wait we're just lost marshmallow so we just have no good people left no that is not what i said they're just didn't make the trip to river run they just okay are they coming there. eventually they are not done okay Calm good your boots they're not done anyway we're just traveling a bit. So any- I had a pirate. I don't have a pirate. I at least need marshmallow. Jeez Louise. Okay, so now- These other people are boring. All they want to talk about is their horrid beliefs. They're on- all the time. <laughs> they- mm. Okay, so now we're in Jamie and Claire's room, and uh, they're talking about this, and Jamie's like, well, there's no doubt that she's a Mackenzie, publicly naming me heir without telling me first. That was that was calculated. That was yep. something. He's like, that's something Colm or Dougal would have done. <laughs> yeah, and- it is. And then, and then, um, Claire is stressed. She just sits down and looks at him and says, I can't own slaves, Jamie. And then Jamie's like, on that, we are agreed upon. And then he says, though I were, if I were master of river one, might we not be able to help the slaves see that they were well fed and clothed and then work to set them free? Maybe we can make a small difference for those in our part of the world, like a spark that might light a fuse. And Claire's like, looking unsure and jamie's like i can't change river run without you sasnak and what do you say and then claire's like okay well fuses often lead to explosions and then jamie's like i but when the dust settles oftentimes the devil you're fighting is gone um we're like mm. single-handedly trying this to is take- a dangerous game yeah, you're playing yeah. there mister trying to single-handedly trying to take down slavery i don't mm-hmm, i don't know i don't, I don't know if people are gonna be receptive to that um, like lincoln had a whole presidency and a whole army and country behind him and he kind of couldn't handle it Oof. um okay so oh, now, it's a close one um and then so now um it's the next day 
uh, Jamie and Claire and Wolf and Joe Costa are all in the, or no, Farquad Campbell. So it's Jamie, it's no, it's Jamie, Farquad Campbell, who I take it is clearly has some sort of like law-ish background and all that okay. kind of stuff. And Joe Costa's in there. Um, and Jamie's like looking through the ledgers and stuff. And he's like, you know, I wish you'd given me a word of advance. Auntie, <laughs> like a little heads up would have been nice. And then Jocasta's like, you know, I ought to have discussed the matter uh, with you first, but who, am I, who else am I to share my bounty with? My children have passed and I care for you as though you were my own. And Jamie's like, okay, well, I, I'm grateful. And she's like, you're deserving of it. And um, Campbell, uh, Farquad Campbell says, um, it'll no doubt please you to know that your aunt's will and testament is being drawn up, be basically bequeathing onto you uh, your inheritance, Mr. Fraser. Um, and he like hands him a purse full of coin and Jamie's like, yeah, that's a good amount of money. Um, and Campbell's like, well, you'll have need, uh, you'll have need of ready money to conduct business as a matter of the estate. So you're going to need money right away mm -hmm. to be able to start doing stuff. And then, um, make those moves by that right? seed. And then Jamie's like, yeah, oh, there's Jamie. Now you just can't give, 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 hmm, hmm. Mm -hmm. Can Claire the seed? <laughs> Farm the seed. Why can't Why can't he give Claire the seed? What's stopping that? Can't just give her oh, the seed. You know, other other. He's got to spread the seed oh everywhere. Oh my god, <laughs> this is a mess today. Okay, um, is it ever not a mess? I mean, fair. Okay, so Jamie's like, okay, there's one also, thing you're just saying a lot of names and a lot of politics, and I just. You're just losing me here. Episode two. Okay. So Jamie's like, okay, there's one thing. Back I'm into like the weird French. Remember Paris? Remember how yep. hard that was for me yep. to get through? We're yep. back in that again. Um, yep. Okay. So Jamie's like, okay, there's one thing I would ask before I'm formally named heir. Um, and uh, Farquaad Campbell's like, okay, well, you better not lift it. Look, a, you know, a gift horse in the mouth. And Joe Costa's like, you know, it's expected that he should have questions like a born leader should. So what is it, nephew? And Jamie goes, I want to free the estate slave. <laughs> he just goes <laughs> right up with that. You know what? Do it. And then Campbell goes, have you lost your head? And Jamie's nope, he's, like, it, many have tried, Mr. Campbell. Many have, have tried, tried. And he has not. It's not Nothing happened. is just harder than you would imagine. I would it's, ever it's, not, imagine. it's not easy to do. And so then Jamie's like, my wife and I didn't wish head, to own but... slaves. What? No, he can? You mean oh, receive no. it? Receive, yeah. Oh, that didn't work as well. Darn. <laughs> I tried. Woo! You know, they all can't be winners. You know? It <laughs> happens. But anyway, so Jamie's like, okay, my wife and I don't want to own slaves. And Campbell says, okay, how do you propose to produce anything? How do you produce, propose to produce any crops without slaves? And Jamie's like, it's my intention that every man, woman on this plantation shall earn a fair wage. And Campbell's like, allow slaves to earn a wage? And Jocasta's like, okay, chill, the, chill your socks, Farquaad. I see no harm in discussing the possibility. And then she's like, like you're telling him that you're going to go breathe underwater without anything. Like apparently heavens. in this time, it kind of seems like it. Cause then, okay. So then Jocasta says, you know, perhaps you'll, uh, you'll allow us to benefit from your wisdom on the matter, Mr. Campbell. Like you seem so outraged, like share with the class. So then Campbell says, well, if you hear 
Well, if you must hear of these like ridiculous obstacles associated with the tasks that you wish to wish to undertake, Mr. Fraser, I'll, I'll enlighten you. So first of all, you wow, need that to was un- condescending as shit. So he says, first of all, you need to understand liberty is granted only by permission of the county court. Like you can't just uh, ew free them. Ugh. You have God. to because they, you know, they they are then not free. Like they'll just be picked up by someone else, you know, picked up by someone oh, else, right? God. So, um, and Jamie's like, okay, reasonable enough. And then Campbell says, and you must prove that each one of your slaves has performed a meritorious service, such as the act of saving a life, or they will not be granted a warmth of freedom without it. And if we allow that your slaves have performed a meritorious service, you'd um, you'd yet need to post a bond ensuring of the slave's good conduct, and you'd need to offer sureties financial sureties. And so Jamie's like, okay, well, I believe that I can do that. Like that can be accommodated. And then Campbell's like a surety to the province for each and every slave freed, an enormously expensive endeavor. And then Jamie's like, you cannot put a price on freedom. And then Campbell says, but the assembly can, and it does 100 pounds sterling per slave. That would cost you over 15,000 pounds. And Jamie's like, well, then I shall find a way to increase River Run's revenues. He's like really trying to, yeah, this can, this can work. I, yeah, I can find this money. And or then, just go kill everyone else. And then, um, who are these assembly people? Let's kill them. And then Campbell says, Campbell says, what about the other plantation owners? You're threatening a way of life and a, a very important way of life in this colony. Were you among Quakers, you'd find men of like mind, perhaps you know, perhaps you're newly come to North Carolina and you don't comprehend the difficulties you will not only face, but also bring about by entertaining such outlandish notions. You'll put lives at risk, not at least your own. Um, There have been others that have shared your views on the matter. They've disappeared, never heard from again. So that's fun. Um, And then Jamie's like, the threat of harm won't sway my mind, Mr. Campbell. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, talking to the wrong there. person here. Um, and so now Jamie and Claire on the front porch, and he's clearly like filled her in on all of this. And then Claire's like, prove that every slave here has saved a life. But how is that possible? And she's like so frustrated. She's like, oh, nothing will ever change under these laws. And then Jamie's like, I've, um, I fear that might be the truth of the matter. And then he's like, okay, well, there's another way to become a landowner. Like, it's clear that I don't think we're going to be able to like we know we can't own this land like you and i mm-hmm. both can't take this land. oh so he's gonna go do that other thing so he's like there's another way we could reconsider governor tryon's offer and then um she's like oh, jamie and then he's like i i know you advise me against it but with the land granted from tryon we wouldn't we wouldn't have to own slaves um we could recruit settlers and live on our own terms um and claire's like and live in peace for a while accepting tryon's offer will lead us to fighting another war fuck <laughs> um and then at this point we hear ulysses comes in with jocasta and is like miss you know mr fraser mr Cameron requires your assistance and he's like what is it what is it and then jocasta is like okay there's been a really unfortunate event a matter of bloodshed i need you to act as my representative on this grave matter of injustice and jamie's like okay what happened um so at one of the work sites she's basically saying one of the overseers byron's overseer byron's was attacked by one of my negroes he cut the mm. man's ear clean off. And Claire's like, okay, well, then he'll need a physician. Mm. Like, if we hurry, I think I can reattach it. Um, 
and Campbell says, you know, do you have a pistol, Mr. Fraser? And he's like, no. And, and Jocasta is like, okay, well then you must take, take Hector's, which is her, uh, dead husband's. Um, she says incidents of this nature can stir unrest. There may be trouble once you arrive. So they exit, get on the horses, they head there. And then just, we're just going to try to get through this because it gets fucked from here on out. Okay. Just anybody who's watched the episode, you know, but just brace yourself, Brittany. Um, so they, they get there, Jamie and Claire get out of the, Jamie and Claire get out of the cart, buggy, whatever. Um, you know, and there's another, there's another man there who's one of the other foremen or something. And Jamie's like, okay, we got here as fast as we could. Um, you know, Farquaad had went with them and he's like, okay, this is, uh, Jocasta's, uh, nephew. He's the appointed representative. Like he's the man in charge. And Claire's like, okay, where's the injured man? The guy's like, okay, I'll take you to him. And then Farquaad Campbell is like, which Negro drew burns his blood. And they're like, okay, that was Rufus. Um, barked Barnes like a pine tree with his ax right after. So basically Barnes struck him with a lash and then he fought back with an axe and chopped his ear off. Um, Seems and, and, um, you know, Farquaad says, okay, Mr. Fraser will be aiding me in the oversight of Rufus's execution. And Claire's like, I'm sorry, what execution, whatever for. And this is where Campbell says, uh, the law of bloodshed demands it. Any slave guilty of the assault of a white man, woman, or child, thereby causing blood to be shed, shall be put to death with a judge and representative present. That was well, that's disgusting. Law. That was a real law. Um, and so now Claire sees something. We hear some groaning. Claire sees something and is like, oh shit, grabs Jamie's arm. Basically, we saw, we've seen that what happened was this poor man rufus um has basically been like speared by what seems like an ice hook or a hook or something and it is like dangling holy jesus christ it's it's bad oh claire's like holy shit we need to help him and jamie's like let the man down at once and then byron's we know this is the overseer because his head is oh fuck that guy let's just yeah so so he's like no because he's like all pissed right he's like no and jamie's like that's enough and barnes is like you know stay back damn you and jamie pulls his gun and jamie's like bring him down or there'll be less of your friend's face for my wife to tend to and then barnes is like you have no right to intervene in my affairs and jamie's like the fuck i don't and then claire is able to get him down and is like tending to him um and basically jamie's like i'm mistress cameron's nephew i'm acting on her behalf uh they're arguing jamie's arguing with the two guys trying to buy claire time she's trying to do what she can um they're like you know this isn't any of your business this is a matter of the law um and then law's Far- fucked up and then oh, it's Far- fucked up and then farquad campbell comes in and says no barnes you've done wrong this was a matter for the law like like it wasn't for you to take it in your own hands to like and like torture somebody yeah so he's saying like well, it's not that's torture people saying like because no. oh i'm exactly so barnes is like i won't be struck by a negro not now or no not ever and then you can hear farquad arguing being like you're gonna have to answer you're gonna have to answer for this blah blah and now jamie goes over to claire and he's like okay what do you need and then she's like okay if i can get him to the house i can get rid of the the hook and, and operate and that maybe i think i can save him and we hear this arguing still going back and forth and Campbell's like, you know, your lawlessness will not top, not be tolerated no, no matter the 
provocation. And Claire says to Jamie, like, okay, well, they let us take him. And Jamie's like, I won't give them any other choice. So now we're back to the house. They've gotten back, you know, they've gone back to the house. They're, Claire's like, okay, bring him in. So Jamie and Claire and Ian's helping and they're all like, okay, bring him in. And Claire's like, they bring him into the dining room. <laughs> Claire's like, put him on the table. The other, the other, uh, the other slaves in the house are like, what the is happening and they're like all scrambling to clear things and claire's like giving orders being like ian get my medical kit jamie do this i need warm what phaedra get me towels you get like doing her doing her thing setting things up um ian's like basically her assistant now and is like you know getting her tools out and like getting everything organized and and that kind of stuff and um and da, 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 ian's getting her supplies jamie's there helping her they're all basically doing their thing because she's going to try to get the hook out and, and that kind of stuff. She gives them laudanum um, and she gives them a bit of laudanum. Da, 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 da. Claire's doing her thing. Uh, it's, it's gross. Um, there's lots of blood doing more of the surgery thing, trying to help him. And as this happens, Jocasta and Ulysses like enter and Ulysses is like, it seems Mistress Fraser is trying to heal Rufus, and Jocasta's like, heal him? Why on earth would she do such a thing? Um, and then, uh, do, you, do you not intend to aid Burns? And Jamie's like, Burns and his men wrongfully impaled the lad. Uh, his wounds don't compare to what was done to Rufus, and, and you know, Jocasta's like, well, it was regrettable that he was treated with such violence. Burn and his, Burn, Byron's and his men will have to pay a price for their deeds, but Jamie, he must be hanged. Um, and Claire's still doing her thing. And Phaedra says, um, Lieutenant Wolf and Mr. Campbell have arrived and wish to speak with Jocasta and Jamie. And so Jocasta's like, okay, Jamie and I will receive them in the parlor. So they exit. Claire's still doing her thing with Ian. So now we're in the parlor and it is Wolf and Campbell. And then there's some red coats there. That's a good sign. And then it's Joe Costa and Jamie. And so Wolf is basically saying like, okay, your nephew may be a landowner's son, Mistress, Cam Mistress Cameron, but it's evident he knows nothing of property nor how a master of an estate should conduct himself. And Jamie's like, um, Joe Costa is like an error in judgment, which has been brought, you know, which has been brought to my attention. Farquaad saying like, I understand your duty to your nephew, but you also have a duty to uphold the laws of the land and maintain order and see that justice is served at River Run. McNeil, who, <laughs> justice <laughs> isn't you know justice is always relative isn't it um and so mcneil is one of the guys one of the overseers oh, no too. no 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 well justice. okay so um no but i mean the definition of justice is always yeah, relevant, sure, right sure. or is always uh, anyway so mcneil at this very moment is spreading the word no more like the people with the guns are able to decide what justice define is. it yeah yeah, yeah. So she says, McNeil at this very moment is spreading word of your nephew's exploits. And then Jamie's like, it's no concern of theirs. Rufus is under my protection. Um, still thinking he can be like, okay, I'm the, I'm the master of this estate. Like I can handle this. This guy's under my protection. And then Wolf is like, Mr. Fraser, have you no modicum of respect for your aunt, her property or that of your neighbors? Your air and judgment is grave, sir. Um, if order is not maintained, there's no telling what riotous behavior could ensue. And Jamie's like, and what of those who mute that mutilated Rufus, will they not be punished? And Campbell says they have been jailed for taking the law into their hands. And then Wolf says, 
um, and your wife may join them for commission of the same crime, Mr. Fraser, or you and your wife. Um, if your intransigence persists, I will insist Mr. Campbell drop a warrant for your arrest. The scowl on Jamie's face right now is real too. And Jocasta is like, you know, my nephew isn't really familiar with our laws just yet. We can't punish him for his ignorance. Please allow me the opportunity to put this matter right. And then Wolf is like, okay, what, what would you propose? Um, so now we're back in the other room with Claire and uh, Ian. And Ian's like, okay, he's starting to stir. He's starting to wake, wake up. And Claire's like, just trying to calm him, being like, take it slow, take it slow here. She gives him a little oh, bit of water, all this Claire, kind of stuff. Claire, are you going to have to murder him? She's well, because she her instinct is to heal always, right? Yeah, but she's gonna have to kill him. Um, oh, geez, to save him from the hangman's noose or whatever. Okay, it's okay, yeah. Claire. It's okay, it's okay, Claire. So then Rufus is like, Where am I? and she explains where he is, like, you're in the main house, and he's like, I shouldn't be here. And then Claire is like, like, and you can tell, not like, just fully not getting like how fucked they are, like, because she's still thinking. She says, it's all right, Rufus. My husband is heir to this estate and he and I brought you from the timber camp. I removed the hook and I, I attended to your inju injuries. Being like, my husband owns this place. Like, we can protect you, you know, because, uh. you know. And I mean, I, even though she, you know what history was, I think when you come from 1969, you, although during that time, there was a lot of protests and I mean, we, we can see what a mob does. So, you know, but you have this concept of like law and order and what you can do to protect. But like when, sh when people get pissed and have pretty racist views, like shit can get hairy quick. Yeah. Did you, I just heard about, um, oh geez, where was that freaking massacre in to Greenwood, Idaho or something where they like just, they wrongly accused this boy. He was pretty young of getting in this elevator with this white lady. And like, she, are you talking about they, Emmett Till? No, 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 no. Um, they like literally went and like burned. They had like planes commissioned from like the police and they were like throwing like bombs, like, well, not oh, bombs, but like so fire bombs like and like fire century, at least. Yeah. Like firebombing a whole, like, there is a, it, I'm not going to, I am not going to pretend that I know the detailed history of America and Canada, let's just say North America and the, the, the struggle for re reformation and, and civil rights and stuff. But I, I do know that over the last couple hundred years, there's been many massacres where, um, black people were starting to be able to reclaim to get some power and some autonomy and white militias came in and, you know, yeah. didn't like that. And just, cause it was a threat to their way of life. Right. Is how yeah. they see it. You know, you're, you're, you're not going to get a little bit of power. So then they would come in and like, there's, yeah, it's, it's fucked. And I mean, and it can happen. It, like that is the biggest, one of the biggest things I think I've learned from the past year is like, if we think that that can't happen again, like, we just think, like, all that stuff, like, okay, no, we've figured out democracy now. We've figured out this. We know slavery is wrong. We know this is wrong. Like, we're all good. Then cut to what happened on January 6th as an example of a group of people yeah. doing some really scary like, yeah. shit. You yep. know what I mean? Like, we're, we can't take for granted, you know, what we think is just a given. 
you know, anyway, not to get on that tangent, but anyway, so yeah, just hammering home that Claire, I don't, and Jamie, I think Jamie's starting to get it, but Claire really does not appreciate, like, you can't, you can't fix this single-handedly. You can't like tear this down. Right. Um, and so Rufus says like, why did you heal me? Um, and Claire's like, why wouldn't I? Um, and Rufus is like, well, you were there, you know, I was put on the hook. I shed a white man's blood, which is breaking the law. And Claire's like, well, we'll sort that out later. From what I can tell that Barnes was a son of a bitch. I'm sure you had good reason to do what you did. And Bo- Rufus is like looking at her, like, what the heck? And she's like, what? And Rufus is like, I've never heard a lady speak like you before. <laughs> and Ian's she gets like, that a lot. Yeah, she gets that a lot. And Ian's like, you'll not, you're, you know, you'll not encounter many ladies like my Auntie Claire. I've heard her speak words fit to make a sailor blush. Um, and then, you know, Claire is kind of like, you know, is there anyone that you'd like to see? Do you have family here? And he's like, no, my family is, um, I'm going to butcher this name. I think it's Andrew Mako, Andrew Mako, which is in Africa, far, far away. And Ian's like, oh, you were taken from them. And he, you know, he explains, yes, like me and my sister, Abina, um, men forced us from the trees where we played, parted us on the- Got beach. it, Tulsa. Tulsa, Oklahoma, oh, Greenwood Tulsa, District. Tulsa, Oklahoma. But yeah. hundred years ago. That's all. hundred years ago. In the 20th century. Yep. <sighs> yep, yep, yep. Um, but yeah, so Rufus basically just explains how him and his sister were literally snatched from the beach of home and forced onto ships right like quite literally stolen and then claire's like okay you know you need your rest you know any and you two go to bed um and then she says to ian you know before you turn in have some have someone come down and help me bring rufus to my bedroom he'll be more comfortable there which is like breaking all sorts of freaking yeah of really claire, yourself. claire is a literal human wrecking ball like a huge like a human bulldozer just like no wonder she was accused of witchcraft oh, apparently she didn't apparently she didn't learn from that mm-hmm. um, you know and it's admirable because i too we i too hate slavery and it's a gross moral in, injustice nope. um nope. but it's also something to recognize that to single-handedly be able to subvert it and break it down because you think you might have the power not always not not always possible it's sometimes things are bigger than you but um but okay so yeah so she's like you know bring him up to my room okay good night so she goes to clean up right and she has like this bowl of like bloody rags and this ice hook or whatever and she kind of goes in the corner and ulysses is standing there lurking and she's like oh Ulysses, it's late. Uh, shouldn't you have turned in by now? And he's like, oh, Mistress Cameron asked me to keep an eye on things. And she's like, I see. And he's like, how's the patient faring? And Claire's like, he survived the surgery. I intend to do whatever I can to make sure he recovers. And you can tell, like, Ulysses, is gotten, he's got yeah, something on he his like mind. Things, yeah, he has things, things to, say. to say. And he's like, oh, allow me to take that. And then Claire's like, is something bothering you? And he says, you know, forgive me for being forthright, mistress, but uh, persist along your path and Rufus will face a fate far worse than death. <clears throat> and she says, you know, what do you mean? And then he says, saving the boy's soul is all that can be done for him now. Once the overseers come, they will tear the limbs from his body and leave what little left behind as warning to the rest of us if we disobey the law. It would have been better for us all had he died on that hook. 
Oh, God. So, Claire, maybe we know you want to help and save him, but to what end? Because, yeah. Dear. Um, and so now we're back with Jamie and Jocasta and Wolf. Wolf and Campbell are now standing outside on the porch. And, uh, and you know, Jamie's annoyed. She's like, do I have to stand there all night? And Jocasta's like, don't be angry with them. Your actions haven't exactly inspired a great deal of trust by them. Um, it was charitable of them to grant us an opportunity to rectify this occurrence. And Jamie says, is there no other way, Auntie? And she says, no. If we don't deliver what was agreed upon, Farquaad and Wolf will be the least of our concerns. So we're like, okay, what the hell was agreed upon? So we now can see, you know, the clock is ticking. Jamie goes into the bedroom. So he goes, like, he goes upstairs because now Claire is upstairs in their bedroom with Rufus, who is now lying in their bed. So he comes in and he's like, okay. He says to her, you have until midnight, Claire. And she says, to do what? And he says, to turn Rufus over to be executed. And then Claire's like, no, no, I can't do that. Jamie's like, I wish there was another way. Um, and then, you know, he looks at Rufus lying there and he's like, do you think you can heal him? And Claire's like, I've gotten him over the worst part of it, but there's always the risk of infection. And Jamie says, okay, so if you save him, what then? And Claire's like, well, we could say that he escaped. And Jamie's like, and condemn the others. The slaves working alongside him that day. And Claire's like, I, I don't get it. I don't understand. And Jamie's like, it's the law. A way of ensuring no crime goes unpunished. If the guilty man doesn't take his share of the blame, then his fellow slaves must be punished instead. So Claire's like, well, fuck. Um, so now... So now we're, now we start hearing noises outside and so we can hear the sound of like a mob coming. And so this is clearly all of the neighbors and the felt, the other plantation owners from the area marching their way up. Um, and literally dead ass, it's an angry mob with torches and pitchforks and weapons and guns. Say one of the scariest things in the world has to be a bunch, a group of angry white men with guns. Just doesn't matter what century you're in, yeah, where you are in the always planet. Always concerning. It's always concerning. Never good. Never a good sign. Never feels great. Yep. Nope. Look, you could be in Germany, Russia, not great there either. Don't like it in Africa, Australia. You know, they were all just prisoners over there. South America wasn't great. Look at what happened with the bananas. Not good. North America, not good. I'm sorry. White men, I know it's not all of you, but when you get a group of you guys together and you give you guys can be, guns, can be intimidating and scary. You guys are not a good sign okay i don't want to be around you <laughs> be like the f no um so yeah it's legit like a lynching mob marching down to the house right and we can hear them yelling we can hear them yelling mistress cameron mr fraser like all this kind of stuff it's the law and jamie's like looks outside because he's with claire and he's like christ and claire's like oh my god they'll tear him apart and then we hear knocking on their door. They're up in their bedroom. We hear knocking on their door. So Jamie goes and opens the door. And it's Jocasta at Jocasta there with Ulysses. And Jocasta's like, it's nearly midnight. Like, you know what has to be done. And Jamie's like, this isn't a law. That is a mob. And Jocasta's like, yes. And they will burn River Run to the ground if justice isn't served. You can't, um, you can't deliver the criminal from his fate. Uh, basically saying like, you can't save him. Like, there's no way we can get out of this. And then outside again, we see the mob. We hear Mr. Fraser yelling, knocking at the door. The guy walks up, 
McNeil, who's one of the guys from the site, is like, Mr. Fraser, banging on the door, turn him over, all this kind of stuff. Everyone in the house is freaked out. So all of the other, I want to call them servants because like slaves literally makes me rich, but they're not servants. They're slaves. Everyone else in the house, so Phaedra and all the other women are freaked out because they're hearing this like angry mm-hmm. mob coming up. I'd be right? scared too. I don't blame you. And I'm then, terrified. I'm not even there. I'm not even there. And then, and then one of the people in the mob like throws something through one of the windows. So we hear like, it's like, oh, okay, we're escalating to that already. Okay, well, that's the thing. They just go from one to a thousand like nothing. Okay, cool. So they throw that. It's like and they Joe- get too many penises together and they lose their ability to think. <laughs> so it's like you just need one penis at a time disaster. so they can still focus focus so now okay so again Jamie. i wonder there might be like a penis quota like you like when you get like a football team together they're stupid right we've seen that in locker no, rooms and shit no offense so that's too many players. but there's but like there's probably a limit where they're okay but then you get them too many and they just get dumb as shit too much testosterone this is not to minimize men. You can be smart, intelligent people. Yeah. You don't have to fall into the stereotype, but there is a history of yeah. groups of men not doing great things. And women, we're not perfect either. You know, we are not we are not flawless human beings either. But uh, Oh no, no, no. If you're if you're looking at the structural things in the past, oof. Um, but basically they hear like it's getting aggressive. They're hearing glass breaking, all this kind of stuff, and Jocasta's like like she's like okay your wife's foolishness foolishness is gonna get us killed like i i have to go and address my neighbors now (laughs) so jocasta and ulysses go to leave and jamie's like oh so then jamie goes back inside the room and then he says to claire like i know you swore an oath to do no harm but perhaps you could aid him the way that you did call him and claire's like put him there's like sleep claire's like what and Jamie's like, you know, if your oath is to do no harm, then isn't it better to save his soul than to have those men tear it from his body? Like that definition of what is doing no harm at this point? Like, yeah. Are you, are you doing no harm or is this like, or is like, like, is this about him or is this about you about and your yeah. need to, to be that person? Yeah. To fix yeah. it and heal him. Or are right? you actually helping him because he's about to go get absolutely tortured, tortured and torn and, apart. Like, one of the most horrific and excruciating and terrifying deaths I think you could imagine. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So um, so now we cut to, so Jocasta goes outside onto the porch to like address the mob and they're all yelling at her and he must be punished. And Jocasta's like, my nephew, my nephew Jamie is preparing to bring him out to you. Um, and they're all like yelling at River Run. She's like, and I assure you, Rufus will pay for his crimes. Lawlessness won't be tolerated at River Run. So we, at this point, we keep going back and forth between the porch with the mob and Jocasta and then up in the bedroom with Claire, Jamie, and Rufus and stuff. So we're back inside. Claire is, Claire is hella struggling. Um, Rufus wakes up and she's See, like, Bella would have killed him. You'd be like, okay, let's, let's move well, along here. And so then Claire's- That's why like, you need a vampire on your team. <laughs> and so Claire's like, I'm here, I'm here. And we can hear them yelling back and forth. And Jocasta's like, the, the, the men are like, we won't wait any longer. Bring him out here. Um, so then Claire says to Rufus, okay, I'm going to make you a tea. It'll help you sleep. And you can tell she absolutely hates this. Like, this goes against like every instinct she has as a, as a doctor. Okay. But, but sometimes doctors 
Look, yeah, no, exactly. It doesn't make it. We support easy. that. It doesn't mean it's easy, but you well, know, no, she but hates we, it. we need, you know. So we she's like, okay, laws. I'm going to make you a tea that'll help you sleep. And so now Jocasta again outside and she's like, my nephew, Jamie's a man of his word. He will deliver, he will deliver him at midnight and not a moment sooner as we agreed upon. Um, I intend to serve justice as the law commands. So now we're back with Claire. And so Claire goes into her medical kit and she grabs what I'm pretty sure is arsenic. Oh, and is that she, a f- nice way to go? That sounds like a better than cyanide. Way. Oh, I think true. arsenic yeah. is quick. Is I, it? Not that I, I would know. She do like morphine or something. I don't intend. I don't know if that's super. You know. Oh, no, because the most. No, the, I don't think morphine. they had morphine. The, the, the most they had. How do you not have morphine? I, when you was have morphine poppies invented? everywhere. When was morphine invented? The most they have is laudanum, which is opium. Right? Like laudanum, when they drink that, that's what they would have, right? Yeah, o- but opium. they have poppies. Listen, I doubt in her oh, little okay, medical- Okay, fine. It was only got in 1803. I wasn't that so far off. we're not there okay. yet. First isolated morphine from opium. It comes from opium. It comes yes, from poppies. That's but why. She's, but she's, mm-hmm. but, and, but again, and morphine is, it's a pain. You'd have to seriously OD, right? You need something that's like lethal well, and effective. Well, it's 10 times stronger than opium. Anyway, she doesn't have morphine. What she has is arsenic because laudanum isn't going to do the trick. So- so she pours is that. It so she painful. pours that. My search history is very strange. To <laughs> yeah. die, your from your, your FBI agent is going to be like WTF? <laughs> the FBI agent in your phone, Greg. What is, is it? Quakers? What am I looking for? Yeah, Quakers. You're Quaker like, out. is arsenic painful? <laughs> oh yeah, arsenic. Way to die. Um, but anyway, so she pours this into the tea. And she, you know, gives him some and she sits beside him and she's like, okay, tell me about your sister. You know, what did you do as children? And Jamie's there watching. And so he starts to talk about, you know, when they were children, him and his sister used to um, night fish on the riverbed. And, you know, sometimes, you know, he still does that at night. Um, And Claire's like, you know, you love her very much. Like just getting him to sort of think of, of home. Um, kind of, yeah. A little bit of re- reminds me of season one when that dude got impaled by the boar, and she, was yeah, like, and she was like, "Tell yeah. me about home," and and talking about all that kind of stuff, right? Um, and then so he's talking about that, and he's like, "I dream I might see my sister again one day," and she says, "You will," and then he draws his last breath and dies. And the clock strikes. So it is now midnight. Um, and outside the mob is absolutely bloodthirsty. They're like, your time is up. It's midnight. We're through with waiting. They start smashing more windows. It's getting aggressive. Jocasta's definitely thinking, Jamie, hurry the F up. <laughs> like, Well, is- yeah. Like, why are you waiting? That? Like, they're come gonna on, tor- guys. They're going to torture Sometimes they're us now. really irritating. Sometimes um, you two are just real irritating. Dramatic effect. So then now we're upstairs. And so Rufus has just died and uh, Jamie and Claire quickly kneel before him. And uh, Jamie being the Catholic man that he is says a prayer. Um, and then the prayer sort of becomes like a voiceover. So Jamie and Claire go outside. Jamie carries Rufus's body. Um, and this part's really, this part's really fucked. Um, so Jamie, oh, because they're gonna like do weird shit to his body, so, right? So Jamie, yeah. you know, Jamie carries the body out to the porch. <sighs> Everyone goes outside, and they're basically as this is happening. There's a voiceover. Jamie's Jamie's voice is saying uh, basically a prayer, saying like, you know, 
be thou patient with us, grant to us, thou Savior of glory, the love of God, and the will to do on earth at all times as angels and sons in heaven. Give us thy peace. This, you know, prayer. And basically, they come out, the mob descends, and it's awful. Like, literally just takes the noose they have, wraps it around him. Jesus, they still lyn- are lynching him? Oh, fuck that's disgusting the only i could i don't even want to say silver lining the only little piece is that we know he's gone we know he's yeah. dead um it's just it's his body at this point um, yeah it's still it's like really, nobody deserves it's that really effing disturbing to watch like it's yeah. truly upsetting to watch um and, ev- and everyone's sick shit everyone's on the front porch at this point so you have some of the, the so phaedra and like ulysses is oh, there oh god Jocasta, like how horrific she can hear it jamie and claire are there oh. ian there they're all there seeing what's happening and they string them up and and like if, how horrific to just stand there and just be like at any like anything that i do at any little moment that yep. will just be me and it's well, nothing for me in my power I am owned to these people. I have to just pray that they decide not to do that to me. Yep. No, it's, it's, it's messed up. Be like thankful that it's not happening to me. So I have to be thankful to them that they aren't doing that to me. Oh God. Oh, 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 oh. I don't. Mm. The one thing I'll say that I appreciate how they shot this is yes, of course they do a quick close up of Jamie and Claire and Ian's reaction to watching this. Like they're all disturbed yeah but i don't care how they're disturbed well no so but so they're disturbed about this but then they pan to like phaedra and yeah yeah because the focus is on them like who cares about how you white people feel jesus christ or that could be your yeah like as whatever is going to happen to jamie and claire in that moment when they're being threatened they weren't going to get that It would have had to have gotten real bad for it to get to that. And yeah. and if it had have gotten to that point against Jamie and Claire, there would probably be more legal repercussions because yep. they are. They wouldn't viewed, just be like, oh, no. Yeah. They are viewed just, as humans in the eyes of the well, yeah. Claire's not oh, viewed as a human in the eyes well, of the yeah. law. She would. Jamie would be able to sue. <laughs> Yeah, because she's his property. Fuck, man. Yeah. Jeez. Um, God, it's all gross. Everything about this is gross. Most. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it here. Yeah, I don't like it. Let's go back to Scotland. Um, but it, yeah. So, and I mean, if Jamie and Claire had any notions of being able to, which, like, what we're talking about, changes, don't it's like don't don't think we all don't like we're talking about like oh American history, Canadian. Yes, it's all British. When we say go back to Scotland, we know that. Oh yeah, so yeah, Scotland this is British Emperor. Like yeah, when I was saying Denmark, Belgium, they were all there. We know. Yeah. So I, I don't want anyone to think we're like, England oh, let's go back to Europe. Europe everywhere. was fine. <laughs> yeah. Like Belgium. Like they, they were doing some fucked up shit yeah. too. Like yeah. you know, don't worry. Yeah. Bad things. Ireland wasn't Bad. so hot for a long while. I mean, so, yeah. there's still some Yeah. So I just, I just all of a sudden, when, I, when we said, there. let's go back to Scotland, I was like, I hope no one thinks that we don't know that it was like fucking bad. Britain was fucking Whoa. this shit up. Well, and <laughs> and I mean, France look at, was. And look I'm at like, season two. Like, look what happened in yeah. Scotland and how the Highlanders were wiped yeah. out. Like, yeah. well, oh, but just in like, the slavery stuff. Actually, cl- but like, no, but I just all mean like, like Spain was, Belgium was. It's all involved, yeah. All Denmark, they all were profiting off of it but any anyway so that's that is that is that um and yeah and i mean i feel like this episode maybe does 
better with this topic than that episode in season three did. Oh because yeah. It was truly showing, yes, it's totally within Claire's character to want to heal and to want to fix and want to preserve human life, but proving the ultimate point that like, you just because you want to doesn't mean that you can like change all of this and be the savior and like yeah. you know like there are structures that are bigger than you and actually by interfering to fulfill your own need to want to fix this it's actually making this situation infinitely worse for you and for your husband but for every other slave on that property like you yeah. know they're all at risk now and it and it's just fucked because it shouldn't be like that um and it is it's interesting i would imagine the laws that they state are accurate i i would Mm. have to research it but it really just shows you how they friggin they thought they really baked it in there there's no like there's no loophole like they make it there's no escape clause like they make it really freaking ironclad so well you know if there's one thing that we can protect as humans. It's fucking money. So mm-hmm. we can't get a lot of laws right. The ones that we need to, you know, keep the wealthy wealthy, we got those down. Yeah. <laughs> those ones we got. Keep them, keep them rich. But yeah, yep. one's questionable. <laughs> so that's that episode. Uh, needless I didn't say, really like it. It's really, it's, it's brutal. Um, and it's really set up that, yep, Jamie and Claire aren't going to stay at Riverend. Don't think that's a thing. I think they're yep. maybe going to go take that, uh, that track. Well, yeah. Like, Cause now F we it. need to get I'm going to go. De- uh, they're like, F it. I'm going to risk getting pulled into another war over dealing with this shit. <laughs> you know what? Actually sounds better. <laughs> I'll go, I'll go like make bedfellows with the British, even though the British are the colonial powers to be, but still, at least I, and as he says, at least we can settle our own land on our own terms. And like, we yeah. don't have to be beholden to this structure. So anyway, so that's that. Um, I, I, I guess I will say, do you have any thoughts of potentially where we're going from here? I Ooh. hope out of River Run. Yeah. Look, Claire's looking to get the F out of there. I don't quick, like I being, think. I don't like it's really weird to say i'm glad they don't like i'm glad like i don't ever want history to be erased on the other point i don't like having to sit here and say that i like anything that portrays yeah no it's a it's a catch 22 yeah Yeah. you're like like not brushing it under the rug but like you don't want to sit and say you enjoyed it and sometimes things are not meant no no and i get that's not but i also like you're like oh is it plot points or is it just to create conflict is it just to show hero complex i don't like having to question those things because that's a whole sticky mess and that is not my like well corner i don't want to step out of my box my box is not to question how things are being portrayed or yeah representation or how people feel about how their history is being showed like that's not my thing to talk about so i don't like but then i don't want to not say something but at the same time like so i just i'm uncomfy i don't like it i apologize to all the people that have to know that that was part of their history because that's fucked up Mm -hmm. and just yeah Yeah. i think that's all i have to say let's get a river run 
let's get out of River Run. Claire's like, get the fuck out of here. Everyone. No, well, and I mean, in terms of your point of like the hero complex, I mean, in my, this is just my personal opinion and I fully acknowledge that I'm saying this is a, is a white female. Um, I, what I do like is that any hero complex that does come in there, they, the show addresses it and shows that like, guess what? You can't be the hero right now. Like it's, there are consequences. Like you can't, like, you know what I mean? Like Jamie and Claire are not the heroes in that situation. If anything, they make it fucking worse actually. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can't just, you know, our white characters can't come in and save the day and be like, we're gonna protect it all and make it better because you you just can't like, that's not real. Like it, it is, it absolutely is not real. Um, now I will say, I wish that I guess Rufus had just come out of surgery. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. Is it weird to say like you almost, I wish that his consent, you don't want someone's consent, but like yeah, his I know. choice, like even in the end to get, take that choice, like what would you rather? Like, I don't know. Cause again, like, um, I don't know. I, again, I shouldn't talk. I, I, I don't know. I don't like the whole topic. I'm not smart enough for this topic. Yeah. Okay. I well, didn't even like, know what Rufus, Dutch. Do you want me to put you to sleep or do you want to go face that mob outside? <laughs> yeah. But like, what a horrific thing maybe they thought they'd be kinder by just it probably is but i just like don't like the idea of like it feels icky to take away someone's that last choice on top of every other choice they've ever had taken away and now you're having to take that choice and it is probably the better kind and you'd think that they would he would probably choose that but like i just don't like when people don't have choices i don't like when white characters take away their but like i know it's not the show's fault i see this is the whole thing i'm not smart enough for this this is okay this is why i talk about cows in the wrong fucking country with the wrong name okay danish (laughs) netherland cows that's what i'm talking about i know that's all wrong i'm trying to lighten this because it's maybe really sad dutch no that's not right danish dutch german i don't know the cows black and white cows okay Um, okay i'm too dumb for this no no, you're not (laughs) this is too deep i'm not good enough no yeah it no it's uh it's it's a lot it is a lot yeah uh it's it's a heavy well and in in look shit yeah again i i don't like saying i like but like fuck yeah this shit sucked and it's still happening we're still dealing with repercussions of it and everyone should be uncomfortable sometimes because look how fucking uncomfortable even though this is fictional we know that it was real and it wasn't just one time it it was those worst case scenarios Mm -hmm. and it was repeated and repeated and repeated and repeated and repeated so like yeah yeah but at the same time like i don't like being like oh this is a fun little show and like fuck I have to like like moment. that that no you don't I don't think you have to like it no, you know? I know um anyways and that's yeah, what my thoughts are for sure well because it's a show that it's not centered around this like this is mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I mean like you're not going to this show to like but that's the thing you know, I also like, don't like, ever you, want you know like, like I don't want to because that's why I, I'm like saying like I'm not good at speaking of it because I never want to back a representation that could be exploitative of some, like you know what I mean like mm-hmm that is not my community or my history or anything. And I would always want to make sure that their history and their trauma is not being exploited for my entertainment without them saying yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, and even, and we'll cut this off soon. Cause this is, but yeah. And like, but, and also even to say that like no one community is a monolith. 
no no of course no absolutely think and feel the same no absolutely no 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 portrayals and stuff like that so that is that's the trouble and that goes into why it's important in terms of television media film crews that it's important that you have a diverse, have diverse. crew i think that's what i mean. so that there's other voices absolutely. in there absolutely and no it's not that, like and you know and, that can give a perspective right and even the different areas right like i'm sure there was different laws in the different colonies and different experiences depending on the, the family and your history where you, and, yeah. and the background you came from and everything but yeah, I like guess I just never want colony might be different. And each, yeah, yeah. Yes. And that's the thing. I don't know any of that. The so laws in North Carolina might have been different than the laws in New York State. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm sure they were probably um, very different. I just don't ever want anyone's trauma on any level. And this talks like uh, things I think we touched on it before with like sexual assaults or, uh, sure. you know, uh, stuff with children or uh, spousal assaults or yeah. Uh, is it those are the words it? is it accessible? yeah just for my entertainment or does it serve a serve purpose? a purpose yes yeah yeah i don't know if i'm qualified to answer it but Fair i just want to know that at least that's a thought behind thought. it it doesn't have to be perfect we're all humans we all fuck up we all make yeah. shit that sometimes isn't but i guess that's all that's my last thought on it fair enough okay so um if you're still with us and uh, thanks on our Haven't many tangents you. If anyone um, would like to answer any of my questions, it's uh, she's an outlander. Yeah, she, she's an outlander. <laughs> she's an outlander. No dots. Thank you. I'd appreciate it. Um, Netherlands. Yeah. I know I pissed you off by calling you Sorry. multiple times the wrong country, but um, what your cows do? What Just you your wild ones, not your not the cows in the barns. Where are your other cows? Where do they live? Do they live in caves? I need to know. Do they walk along the plains and the ground? Yeah, like are they like? moose like do they bed down under like cedar trees like what do they do what i just that's doing? all like i need to know <laughs> inquiring minds want to know um <laughs> okay so yeah that's it for this one we are and i mean this season tackles a few icky topics i mean we're in a new land we know there are indigenous populations that we're gonna come across we know that this is a thing we know there's an impending war and <laughs> revolution coming <laughs> like jamie and claire never it's not a war it's a tea TV. party didn't you hear ah uh, yes but just in boston though everywhere else ah, it was true. not so much of a tea party <laughs> <laughs> yeah they didn't have as much fun they didn't have crumpets <laughs> it been a good time. um but yeah so you know we'll see still still waiting for brie to pop up you know yeah geez louise where's marshmallow where's brie i'm just stuck with these stupid named people who is naming these <laughs> farquad wolf what's the bouton dude who are these fools somebody start killing people give me marshmallow back <laughs> just be like what um but yes so that's that i think it's safe to say we're not gonna be at river run for too much longer jamie and thank Claire god are let's like, get out of there peace be like you know what thanks auntie but no thanks no thanks um have fun marrying wolf have fun with that yeah marrying wolf and and you know hopefully he doesn't just marry you murder you take care <laughs> he seems like sus like that he like just your wedding night sus. just zoo, zoo. just shank her. Yeah. watch keep watch your back auntie jocasta yeah i would maybe just stay sus. a widower <laughs> just yeah just stay a widow i think you're more you're yeah. safer that way you're more powerful that way um all right well thank you so much friends we'll see you next time with episode 
three will make did i say season four is my least favorite season (laughs) i think you've mentioned it and i'm starting to feel you here it's it's grown i will say and upon rewatches it's grown on me like certain parts of it not this stuff but there are certain parts where we get like a more settled domestic jamie and claire just like being together and not being effing separated all the time like yeah and nice. on boats as long as can we just just no more boats for no good more, god's sakes no more boats. somebody puts me on a boat i'm gonna burn it you're just like if claire is put on another a freaking fucking boat, boat. To lose separate from jamie i'm gonna lose my shit just stop it um but yes so we'll see you uh on the next one with uh episode three and we'll keep trucking we'll keep trucking through this season so thanks friends as Brittany said thank you, you can follow us on uh our socials at she's an outlander no oh dot um instagram serious Twitter, co- answers only i don't care about this outlander stuff anymore listen give me the, some answers okay the, the cows and the quakers yes please those are the things that we need to know all right stay safe everyone <laughs> bye oh, could you imagine if someone just heard that <laughs> bye, bye. Oh, the bye. <laughs>